Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Appreciate you coming on. I look forward to learning more about your background and the company. I think we should just kick things off. If you could tell the audience a little bit about yourself, uh, that'd be a great start. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, quickly, my name's uh, Matthew Wetchler. My pronouns are he, him, his. I'm a physician and the CEO and co-founder of Plume. Uh, Plume is the first digital health platform dedicated to the trans community. So we provide immediate access to gender-affirming hormone therapy through the convenience of a smartphone. Our solutions more convenient, more accessible, more expert, and most importantly, more affirming than most brick and mortar options. Um, so we found the company about a year ago, closed on uh, a round of seed capital, and since that time have scaled to um, 11 states, and which makes us accessible to over half the trans community. Interesting. Can you can you describe more about, I guess, uh, how the platform works? So a user signs up. What does that kind of flow look like? For sure. Um, and so um, basically a user, um, you know, arrives the website, kind of goes through the sign-up process immediately in their own home, just confetti rains from the ceiling. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's V2, V2. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, they, they sign up, uh, basically fill out an intake form from some basic medical information, um, consents, all that, and then uh, schedule a brief 30-minute visit with one of our clinicians. Um, after that visit, uh, essentially a prescription is sent to a local pharmacy. And um, after that, most of the communication is through text. And we coordinate follow-up labs every quarter, as well as um, adjust medications as needed. Uh, we're always available. Our clinical team's always available for questions, so you don't have to schedule an appointment to speak with the doctor. And um, everything is done for a flat $99 a month membership fee. Perfect. And I guess what... What are some of the things that they, you, you mentioned a couple of it. So for that $99, what are some of the services that they have access to on a month to month basis? So you mentioned the pharmacy part, but uh, mm -hmm. what, what type of clinicians do they interact with? So our clinical team is, um, we've actually proudly recruited an almost entirely trans clinical team. Um, and so all the clinicians are trans themselves for the most part and have deep experience in gender affirming care. You know, one of the things that we believe is that um, um, some of this type of um, medical care is best best delivered by people that understand the lived experiences of the patients that we're taking care of. So that's been a very intentional choice on our part um, and it's something highly valued by our members. Um, and so that's a, that's a big part of it, just the expertise itself, um, the sense of safety and affirmation, that's a big value. Um, you know, additional services that we do offer, um, often there can be letter writing services for surgery or name change, that's included. Um, and then again, just any questions that come up along the way. I think to, you know, understand the value, it seems like a very simple value offering, but um, to understand really the significance, significance of that to our community, good to understand what the, the status quo is. So there's three care settings that you can receive hormone therapy through. The first is your LGBTQ plus center. Now this is ideally 
um, you know, the best place to get care. However, there's only a few of these in the country. They're clustered in major market cities. They often have very long waits. Uh, it can be six months, even up to 12 months sometimes. And so the next option is um, a general clinic, which might still actually have uh, a multi-month wait. Um, but, you know, when someone goes there, they're most likely going to encounter uh, one or many people that are unfamiliar with the trans community. And um, in the best case scenario, maybe uh, a bit clumsy, maybe use the wrong name, the wrong pronoun. And in a worst case scenario, are actively discriminatory or even violent. Uh, in fact, up to one in three people that, one in three trans folks that go to a clinic are denied care or harassed uh, when they seek clinical care. And then um, physicians themselves are actually often pretty unfamiliar with hormone therapy. And so um, up to 50% of trans uh, folks report having to train their doctor how to care for them. So that's the wrong flow of clinical information in the patient, uh, patient provider dyad there. Um, yeah, and so the, the final option, uh, which is actually quite a common way that people get care, is through the black market. Um, so buying hormones off the street or off of different sort of um, less reputable online pharmacies. And um, in urban environments, up to 30 to 60 percent of trans folks buy their medicines off the black market. And so, you know, what we're doing is providing um, something that's, again, it's safer than the black market. It's more accessible than your LGBTQ clinic. It's more expert driven than your general uh, than your general clinic. And most importantly, it's done from the safety and comfort of home by people that are trans themselves. Uh, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's really hard to exaggerate how valuable that is. So, um, you know, we uh, you know we often will have people just in shock from how easy it is to start hormone therapy with us and, and just break down into tears. And um, you know that happens you know every week basically. And then um, you know and uh, we've just had you know hundreds of uh, really supportive comments since we've started. So it's been very rewarding. Yeah, thank you for sharing all that. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That gave a, a great overview of, of the company and how everything works and the mm -hmm. different offerings that you have. I would love if you could dive into how things looked, I guess, before COVID versus how they look now. Like, did you see any bit of an uptick? Mm -hmm. uh, what did that look like for, for you and your organization? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we're we're sort of doing an unprecedented thing in an unprecedented time, you know, and uh, we're essentially a COVID-needed company. By the time we closed funding, the pandemic hit. I mean, within one month, uh, essentially everybody was in quarantine. So we've uh, scaled this company during quarantine. Um, and so there wasn't much of a before, um, though, I mean, thematically, you're seeing um, a 500 to thousand x increase in telehealth use in, in differing states, and um, often, and then also, you know, people's access to hormones is being broken. Um, you know, they're not able to get into clinics, um, or they get furloughed, and so the insurance that they use to cover their hormones um, is gone. So, it's you know, it's obviously been an extremely difficult time for the country. But um, being in telehealth, it's um, it's actually been probably one of the most um, significant times in telehealth as far as like growth and expansion. Um, so for us as a company, it, I mean, there hasn't been many down days. Let's just put it that way. Makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. What, what are you most excited about as we head into the second half of 2020? Yeah, um, no, I think that's a, a good question. Um, what, uh, you know, what we're looking towards is uh, just continued expansion. I think that um, we have had the good fortune to have great, um, you know, great product market fit, for lack of a better word. You know, our, our growth has um, essentially been doubling month over month. And the uh, thresholds we had set up for you know, our next raise, uh, which we had planned to hit in 18 months, we're going to hit in about five months. And um, so with that acceleration, I think we see, you know, just opportunities to potentially accept more capital. Um, and, you know, our goal is to essentially um, be everywhere that um, people are seeking HRT. And, you know, our vision is to essentially transform healthcare for every trans life. So um, ready to take the next step now that we've um, sort of got the engine going, so to speak. And I guess, where can people learn more about the company? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, our website is getplume.co. Um, also, we just recently, um, you know, we have some press out there. There was a TechCrunch article um, about us. And then, you know, there's a, a link to a lot of our, um, our media sources um, on our website. Um, you know, those are, uh, those are best places to do it. I think, um, you know, for, um, for us, like, you know, the trans community, I think has unparalleled visibility. Now it's visibility has grown 20% uh, year over year for the last decade. It was estimated at 1.4 million in 2016 and it's, it's only growing. Um, there's data to show that, um, you know, uh, the baby boomer generation identifies at about 0.5%. And then the generation Z is identifying as trans at nearly 2%. So, you know, 4x the rate. And so I don't think that we've really seen the full extent of the trans community. Um, Yet, despite this visibility, both numerically and culturally, um, it's still one of the most vulnerable populations when it comes to accessing healthcare. And so, you know, and we hope to just be a small part and essentially getting um, phenomenal care to uh, trans people like they deserve uh, by using, you know, amazing technology. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast, telling more about yourself, sharing your story. I'm very excited to continue to follow the progress of you and the company. And I, I hope we can stay in touch. Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Be well. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of healthcare solutions and services to power the future of healthcare. Through Block Health, healthcare professionals and organizations can use their credentialing data for more. They can use the platform to store their credentialing and licensing related documents, fill out a smart common application that could be used to order multiple different services like provider enrollment, state license registration, state license renewals, and much more. To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.blochealth.com.
Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.